welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. You are about to hear a very special three-part series about my adventures through DragCon LA 2022. I had such an incredible time in Los Angeles, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. I recorded the majority of the interviews on the floor of the Los Angeles Convention Center, so if you hear some loud noises in the background... Well, that's just the DragCon experience for you, and I'm happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. I made a wish. Day three begins with one of my favorite humans on the planet, Jackie Cox. How are you? So long, Michael. It has been a while since I'm even more beautiful. You are. You're stunning. And for the listeners, uh, just describe. Um, you are just radiant. Um, who are you wearing? This is gorgeous. Thank you. This is Jeffrey Kelly. So uh, I've been doing a different designer each day. So the first day I wore Florence. Second day I wore Mondo. And today I'm wearing Jeffrey Kelly. I love that. Yeah. So you are officially a Rue girl at DragCon. I am finally, uh, almost three years after we filmed season 12. Insane. What has it been like meeting all the fans? Um, I've been very uh, grateful that they still remember who I am because there's been 100 million versions of Drag Race. Literally. Um, there, there, one of the fan accounts on Instagram, I put a post up, I think there's been um, nine or uh, 12, I think, that since the last DragCon. Yeah, apparently there's been more winners of Drag Race in the last, since in the pandemic than there were prior to the pandemic. Yeah, insane. Now, have you been able to meet some of the international queens while you've been here? I have. I finally met Lawrence Cheney for the first time. Did, did you do the Scottish accent when you said hello? Uh, I did. And uh, you know what? It don't, I think he, I think he gets it so much uh, that it doesn't, it doesn't face them at all. <laughs> They're just like, oh, just going to talk to me in a Scottish accent forever. That's amazing. Now, you are doing a panel later with your sisters. I am, Jan and Cheryl. It'll be coming up soon in like 20 minutes. That's exciting. Um, Do you have a favorite girl group? Oh my gosh. I think it's Destiny's Child for me. And obviously Beyonce is your number one there. You know what? I love them all individually. I will say Beyonce was my girl. But you know what? I appreciate Kelly. I appreciate Michelle. Um, And the other three who used to be in the group are fine. (laughs) So what is next for Jackie Cox? A lot of cool things coming up, uh, some of which I can tell you about, many of which I can't. That's fine. Um, I'll be appearing. Uh, definitely come, if you're in P-Town for the 4th, come to hang out with me um, and stay tuned for more announcements about P-Town uh, for the summer. And um, beyond that, oh, what else can I tell you? There's so many things I can't tell you about. That's okay. Now, obviously, you know how much I adore I Dream Jackie yeah, yeah. and the, the, the trilogy. That's true. Like all good trilogies, there needs to be another set of trilogies. Will we ever get the next the three? Prequels, right? yeah. Yeah, the prequels, yeah. Or the, the, I'll jump 20 years in the future. You know what? I Dream of Jackie was such a product of the time of my life and the time in this country before Drag Race. Um, I do, you know, I'm celebrating that show and that show with this booth. 
But yeah, there's something in my mind that's brewing, uh, not quite formulated yet on when that idea is coming back. But people do love me as a genie, so. Yeah. Well, and, and they love you in Jackie Vision, too. And they do love me in Jackie Vision. Jackie Vision, I've been touring for almost a year now, so that, uh, I'll be retiring Jackie Vision soon, but there'll be more new things coming, don't worry. And and Jackie Vision and Jason, have you seen the new Doctor Strange? No, don't tell me. Neither, neither have I. I'm I going, want to go I see it. I'm going tomorrow. I've been literally the last two weeks just putting all this together incredible well it is an honor getting to see you i miss you so much it's an honor getting to see you congratulations on all the success thanks darling i love you i am so honored to speak to the beautiful winner of Drag Race Holland, Vanessa Van Cartier. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. It is an honor. You are a legend. Oh, thank you. And I watch all of the international seasons and cover them on the show. You really gave us some of the best looks we've ever seen on Drag Race. Oh, thank you. Um, I watched the finale, and I think my favorite look of the entire year was your finale crowning look. The gold one. Yeah, it was yeah. stunning. I watched it at 4 a.m. East Coast time and just <laughs> gagged. It was so beautiful. What was it like being a part of the family on Drag Race Holland? Well, first of all, being a Rue girl is already something very special. It's, it's like a prestige. And um, being a, a cast of season two was for me very special because I knew in the first season we had Envy. Yeah. And of course, because she's my drag daughter, I thought I need to, I need to keep that level high. And yeah, I like the wonder I won, so yeah. that's crazy. And then they, I give up actually in September my crown of Continental, mm -hmm. and then I took a new crown, and it was a crown of Amazing! <laughs> so I got to actually hear some amazing stories about you um, when I did the preview podcast with Skylar Versailles. Oh, she's my European daughter. Yeah, she came on the show. No, I'm her European mom. Yeah. yeah, She came on the show and just spoke so highly of you. and. You, you didn't do anything that she didn't say. It was beautiful. Now, one thing that I really loved about the show was seeing your story with your partner. Yes. Because um, we don't really get to see that on reality TV. Yeah. You know, Stevie, Stevie, Stevie is the one that, 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 that made me, that made me feel Vanessa yeah. when I needed it more, most, yeah. more and when I really needed it. And uh, I think I thought it was time to yeah. to take him with me on, on on TV and show him to the world. Yeah, I mean, you you two have a beautiful relationship. It was really emotional watching it. Yeah, it's um, true. I cry every time when yeah. I watch it. Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional. Like, how's he doing? He's doing well. He's, I miss him. Next he, year he will be here with me. Oh, amazing! Is he gonna do drag anymore? No, babes. <laughs> I'm not lesbian. Never, no. never. No, but you know, I I'm already very grateful that he did it for me. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a tattoo artist, so some people will keep that image of a butch man, and he don't care about no yeah. one. He did it for me, he did it for himself, and that's... One thing that I love about the international seasons is the artistry and paying so much homage to the culture. How would you describe Dutch drag? Ooh, Dutch drag. Well. Dutch drag, you can compare it to Belgium drag. Mm -hmm. We like productions, we like feathers. So there's also a big difference between the American drag race and the European drag race. Sure. We are not limited in luggage. I came with a van. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a nice thing. Absolutely. I was going to say, how does it bring the moon? 
I brought them, yeah, it, you know, I, I really had a big fan to take everything. And you had really a beautiful wardrobe. Thank you so and much. And obviously, Drag Race Italia, we get to yes. see that. What was it like watching those queens? Well, that, that was very touching for me because uh, as an Italian queen, uh, well, I'm half Italian, I'm right. Belgian. I lived in Italy till my 19 and I remember the taboo of drag. Everything became thanks of Drag Race, a RuPaul open doors. I was not feeling jealous because I, I was feeling proud, but in a moment I thought, oh, I wish I was there too, yeah. you know? Well, I know you mentioned in the panel yesterday that you'd love to compete against Electra. I love Electra. She's I love stunning. Electra. I love all the girls from yeah. Italy. Uh, Priscilla is a good, is a good uh, friend yeah. of mine. But yeah, it's nice to compete with someone that have the same roots, you know? And I, So we can, we can uh, absolutely. pop behind and I. I'm a die-hard Farida fan. Yeah. I was so heartbroken when she didn't win, but yes. I hope she gets a chance in the future because she deserves a crown. Oh, I'm, I'm sure of it. She's stunning. Well, what new projects can you share with the listeners? So my book going to come out uh, on, the, on, on the 17th of May. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, there's going to be a version in, uh, in English, in ebook. Amazing. The beautiful thing is that Sam Smith, the singer, made a beautiful quote so maybe we're gonna have a physic book in English and yeah there are some new things coming but Amazing. I cannot say I love it well thank you thank so you, much for chatting it's an honor thank you so much I am here with Good Judy, Bad Judy, It's the Sisters and Alexis Michelle. How are you? Hi, we're so good. Yes, thanks for coming back. Of course, I had to come see you. Now, I think it's incredible that you two have had this friendship for so long, and you're bringing the drag race together, but you're also bringing your friendship. What? How long have you been friends? Well, I'd been doing drag for about 10 years when we met, but I really came into the scene in New York at the same time as Dusty. Mm -hmm. We met in competition, you know, and, and we did, first we competed on Fire Island, then we did a 10-week competition in New York City mm -hmm. together, and like by the end, I think it really kind of melded us together, it kind of bonded us. And Absolutely. It's just grown over the years. And it's always been so great because, you know, Alexis uh, got on Drag Race before I did, and it was so great to cheer on one of your friends to like live out their dreams, and she's able to cheer me on, and like, we're doing this together, and it's just so awesome. I always thought, she's so cool, I was like, she's gonna get on Drag Race before me, it's gonna be fine, but, you know, it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Absolutely. Now, you both have a theater background. Yes. Is that one of the things that brought you two together? Absolutely. I think so, yeah. absolutely. I think being, theater queens will know this, I think being a theater queen makes you the kind of queen that you are, and so I think like-minded individuals who come from that kind of disciplined background of the theater like can really sort of speak the same language and get each other and understand what it means to like yep. show up prepared, you know, Absolutely. And do what you need to do. Now we've been seeing a lot more drag in theater. Do you think this is a new horizon when it comes to theater? I do. Uh, not only for, okay, so drag and theater, I've always been so offended by. I do love our classic Lacage story, but other than that, I always feel like we're like a joke and yep. or like, it's not taken seriously. It's, it's been limited. Like, it's it's limited been very limited. Bars. So it's good to see like new queer art coming out. Absolutely. Representation. Just like, uh, I know this isn't theater, but like, have you seen Heartstopper on Netflix? I'm halfway through it. It's it so good. It's incredible. And there is nothing in there that like makes me like wince at yeah. the 
queer story that's being told. It like brings tears to my eyes and goosebumps because we're like fairly being represented. Absolutely. That's so awesome. I feel like we're definitely on the precipice of something like seeing representation expand and authenticity in representation expand. And I say, you know, keep it going. Let's Absolutely. keep going. More, more drag, more queerness in the arts, in theater. Let's go. So you two are doing a show together. What can you share with the audience? You will have a great time. That's like, I've always said that like, at the end of the day, drag should be entertaining. You know, whether it's to take people away from their troubles or make them thoughtful about something, you know, drag can be so many things. It can be funny, it can be serious. And I think you can always expect to have a good time and really be entertained with us. And that's the theater gals and us. One of my favorite things that I hear after we do our show together is people come up and they're like, it is such a joy watching you two because you two genuinely have a friendship and a rapport yeah. on stage. And it just makes the show, it adds to the show. Chemistry, so honey. Absolutely. So to hear that. And I, I love, I love wiggling with my sis. Yeah. You look beautiful. Who are you wearing today? Ourselves. We made these. Oh my God! They're gorgeous. Oh, they're so stunning. I, I, we're gonna take a picture so the listeners can see this. Um, now, last question: We're all New Yorkers here. What is the biggest difference from New York and LA? I mean, just the space, you know, and that shakes down to like you might have a bigger drag room here in LA, <laughs> but you'll also have, you know, potentially a bitchy commute if you don't mm-hmm. live in WeHo. So just the spread outness. I find that like in New York, you can get 10 things done in a day. Yes. And in LA, it's not like that. So if you plan to do seven, you're going to feel like a failure in LA. So do like two to three and you've done a lot (laughs) in LA. I've always lived my motto that way. Why not overshoot it? Well, it is so good catching up and seeing you both. Um, It's I'm so glad Dragon is back in person. Yes, it's a gift to be back. It's so awesome, and you know, even in the two years that we've had off, there have been so many more franchises to hit Mm -hmm. the market. So many more sisters sitting in the back and just like before we walk the pink carpet and looking around, seeing all these faces that I just saw on my TV for two years ago. Now I'm a fan. Is is, new girls? Was there anyone? you are super excited to meet yes yes oh my god they don't do that to me and i'm like uh, okay uh, 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 uh. i was probably more excited to meet vanessa van cartier i just interviewed her i I was wobbling i i just i'm speechless i stand like the humility the beauty the grace like the humanity i just She's so lovely. Yep. Um, but I, I was pretty starstruck to meet a lot of these season 14 girls. Like, I, season 14 is my new favorite. It is yep. really great. Well, I good. think it was so good. And so I'm just, like, so excited to meet people. Some people said it was long. I'm here for the longest seasons of Drag Race. If it's good and well-produced, Absolutely. I'm here for it. Um, I was really excited to see Jackie Janney backstage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's tiny. She's tiny. I literally thought from watching her that I could look her in the eye. Yeah. I thought she was a tall drink of water. Yeah. I saw her, and she's literally like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, are you, are you really her? <laughs> well, thank you so much for thank chatting. Thank you. Cuckoo is back. It is Cynthia Lee Fontaine. How are you? How are you, my love? I miss you so much. I know. I miss you, too. I am so glad we're all reunited back in person. years now, we can get together together and hug and touch everybody as Cuckoo. You don't understand. I'm happy. Now, what was one of your favorite quarantine stories? Did you learn any new hobbies? Um, 
you know what? For me, like my favorite story was to learn how to edit the videos with my mm -hmm. boyfriend. And like, um, we had the opportunity to go into editing and color correction and filters and more so I can look more younger because you yeah. know I'm 178 years old. But that was, I think, like the most like fun part of all the situation, all the process. Yeah. And you've been doing a lot of music. Yes. I released like a week ago, I released my new single, Tonight Esta Noche. It's a collaboration with an Austin talent. Her name is Siona. She's amazing. And we did this Spanglish flavor, tropical, you know, rhythms, you know, like fusion song. And it's so much fun. And everybody like like it. I performed it yesterday at DragCon. Mm -hmm. And everybody received it with love. We have a lot of streams on Spotify and iTunes. It was a great experience. And that's, that's why I want everybody like to enjoy myself, you know, as an entertainer, but also as an artist, as a singer too as well. So now that we're back in person and there have been so many new franchises, have you gotten to meet some of the, the new Rue sisters? You know what? Yes, Sethergy from yeah. Poland. Like we talk all the time since her season. We, we create like this beautiful friendship, you know? So um, I see her here, it was a great experience. But also too, one that sold my heart is the winner of Poland Drag Race season two, Vanessa Van Cartier. Yeah. We cry when we hug. Yeah. Because when the quarantine, she got the experience that she had to get stuck here in America. She was missing her husband, her family. It was very, very, very hard for her. We call and it was like FaceTime all the time or text messages and he was crying each other but I was giving her encouragement. And I'm like, this is gonna be over sooner. You have to have faith, you have to have like this positive energy. And then she was giving me that like reciprocity back, that energy back, you know? Yeah. And then when we see here, it was a, the, the first day of Dragon Friday. We talked for five minutes and we cried because we love each other so much. She have a great spirit. Besides, she is a complete, total, talented individual. She sure is. So, those were the two that I was so happy to have from all the international franchise. And how are you feeling? I'm doing great. I'm still in my remission from my liver cancer. No cancer anymore. Before I was coming here to DragCon, I visited my doctor. My doctor was like, hey, come over here. I want to check up. And, you know, I'm like, okay, just sir, you know, si senor in Spanish. So we went over there and we're great. No cancer. We keep cancer in the cuckoo forever Good job. After. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you, mi amor. Well, I am so excited to hear your music, and I am so glad I got to see you again. You know, you know what? Like, I have to tell you, thank you so very much. Since my first season, you've been a huge supporter in my career. Not, so, not just only my career, the rest of my sisters and brothers from Drag Race, and we appreciate that. Thank and you. thank you for using your platform just to keep it that space, you know, to be promoted, and everybody knows about us. And we're making a little bit of noise, you know, and. Everybody's hearing us, you know, so I love that. Thank you so much. Thank and I you. love you. And I need to go to New York. Yes. I need to hug you again. And I did, you know, we need to do something. Yes, please. <laughs> I love you so I much. I love you. I'm kind of freaking out. I'm talking with the stunning Envy Peru. How are you? Hello, my love. I'm good. How are you? I I'm doing so much better now. I'm getting to meet you. You're an idol in drag. Thank you. Um, I, I think the success of Drag Race Holland is because of your victory. Wow, that, that, that's a beautiful word, you know? And yeah, I feel like my victory, uh, also like re representation for the Latin community, Absolutely. Uh, opened a lot of doors. Uh, hopefully also for future Latin American queens. So yeah, I mean, it, it's really beautiful to see the diversity in yes. Holland. We, have, we are a small country, mm -hmm. but with big talents and yeah. a lot of diversity. Yeah. So what is one of your favorite moments from filming season one? 
my favorite moment, obvious, is winning from Janie. <laughs> no, uh, I think my favorite moment of the season uh, was, um, I think, set of jeans. Kermit to kick uh, Miss Piggy Luke. <laughs> it, it was definitely iconic. Oh my god. You, now you brought some of the most fashionable looks on the runway. Thank you. Who are some of your favorite collaborators to work with? Oh, in terms of designers? Yeah. Um, well, of course, Bjorn from the Bear. Um, he does all my jewels mm -hmm. and corsets and plays Everson I love to work with. And Knut Amsterdam, who designed a lot of my costumes as well. I, I, Holland has so many exquisite designers absolutely yeah yeah and for those who may not know you were the makeup artist on season two yes I was what was it like to go from winner to being behind the scenes and watching the action it was crazy because you get to experience drag race on a other level like seeing everything behind the scenes and uh, it was very interesting to see how the the, the judges' uh, deliberation was in terms of okay, who's going through and who yeah. isn't and what's, what are the reasons. I was really like seeing it from a side. It's like, oh, this is how it went in my season, apparently, when they talk about me. And uh, it, was, it was really nice to see it from the other side. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, one thing that I think Drag Race Holland did that set a trend, which I love, is bringing back queens to be on the judging panel. It should happen more often, right? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. What was it like to be on the other side of things? That's, uh, I've seen a lot of other sides uh, track race, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was the first queen who got invited to be in a judging panel, winner, uh, in España. And when I got the call, I was like, are you... I'm distracted by those boys. <laughs> yeah, I'm distracted okay. too, oh wow. <laughs> okay, no, but uh, no, it was amazing when we got the call and uh, my manager said, you will not believe uh, who just called those track race España. And I said, yes, right away. But I was also like freaking out. I said, I'm the first one, right? Yeah, you're going to be the first one. So I was like, oh my God, I hope. You know, I can speak Spanish, but when I get nervous, sometimes the words don't come out. Absolutely. So, uh, but it went good. It was yeah. good. It was fabulous. And, and we got to see Theresa May recently uh, oh, on yes, the panel. Oh, yes, yes. I, I really hope we get to see more in the future. Yes, I hope so too. They should invite more winners uh, to be in the judging panel. Can you imagine Bianca being a judge? I think it would be iconic. incredible. Now I want to see that. <laughs> well, speaking of winners, I was at your panel yesterday, uh, and you had mentioned maybe if there were was another season of All Winners. Yeah. Um, I just want to see you and Carmen together. Oh yeah. Um, Me too. Even though she's my, you know, in, in drag lands, Carmen is. Uh, I love Carmen. She's one of my dear friends now. And uh, I would love to be in a season with her. Yeah. But I said to her, girl, practice your English. <laughs> I mean, practice I, your English. I also just want a photo shoot of the two of you together because oh you're both God. stunning. Well, in a moment, I think in five minutes, we're going to have like a little kiki there in her boot <laughs> <laughs> and then do some uh, nice pictures. But yeah, we were actually planning to have a photo shoot here together with another queen, Valentina, actually. But I got in on Saturday. So eventually we could not make it work. Well, but, luckily uh, now that DragCon is back, we're all in yes. person. In the future, we can have oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I will come back to LA very soon. Well, it is an honor getting to chat with you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Puppy. Thank you for stopping by. I am completely overwhelmed by beauty right now. I'm here with Geometric and Cynthia Kiss. How are you? I am feeling stunning. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel gorgeous. We're corsets. You feel so expensive. Yeah. You both look beautiful. Who are you wearing? Thank you. Uh, we are wearing, um, her name is Diana, and she her brand is called Starker's Corsetry. There we go. Amazing. 
I have been watching the show and covering it on my podcast, and the international seasons are incredible. Thank you. What is it like bringing Canadian drag to the international scene? You know what? It's so it's so insanely cool. We've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race for so 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 many years, yeah. and it wasn't even a possibility for us to be on television to celebrate our drag. Yeah. And the fact that we've been given this opportunity not only as individuals or as friends, but like as a country, the drag that we have in Canada is so insanely amazing. Yeah. And it's wicked that we can walk into a room with all of these icons that we see on American television and feel like we fit in. Yeah, so it feels really overdue. Absolutely. Now, in America, we have like different kinds of styles of drag based on where you are in the country. What would you say the difference of East Coast, West Coast Canadian drag is? I mean, I guess I can talk to that. I, I started drag in Toronto. I lived in Montreal. I now live in Vancouver. I would say, I would say, obviously, drag is always evolving, and you know, as art is. Um, I would say Toronto's a little bit more um, pageanty, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more like dancing queen. And then I feel like as you get a little bit more to the West Coast, um, you know, we have a lot of non-binary performers. It's a little bit experimental yeah. outside the box um, that being said you know east of Toronto you know we have Montreal and again that's gonna be more of like your club kid yeah. scene your party scene and you're always gonna find a little pocket that has everything in it but from my experience that's how I can describe it so you got to not only be on the show together what was it like having the reaction of seeing each other in the workroom because it was gaggy for us to see it it was so gaggy so gaggy it was wild like Honestly, I think sometimes I forget we did this epic experience because we did it with each other. Like, it felt like we were playing, like, dress-up, you know what I mean? Yeah. We know each other, we're comfortable with each other, and then we just happened to be cameras there. So, for me, I felt very at home. So, I think it was a wonderful advantage because then I got to show a very real, personal side of myself that maybe would have taken a little longer had yeah. it been with strangers. So, I felt very fortunate. I literally almost shit myself watching Cynthia walk into the room. Yeah. <laughs> this girl had quit drag. You know, we obviously were friends, but like I had not seen Cynthia Forever. in years. So when she walked in, get ready to synthesize, I was like, well, I felt like I was in a parallel universe. That was my multiverse. I was like, <laughs> freaking out. Um, but then again, it was just like, it was just so cool. I remember during the experience, we both kept looking at each other being like, we're at summer camp and we're doing like a summer camp talent show yep. and we just rounded each other. Yep. Any favorite challenges? Oh my gosh. I feel like the challenge team was so innovative and incredible. And again, I feel like our season was yeah. so on par with the American version. Yep. Uh, we love the musical. I was just going to say, the fact that our musical was live vocals, that really set it apart and it really has like kind of helped my career because people are constantly looking at me now as a well, I have to say, I'm, when I did the recap of that episode, I said you had one of the purest voices of any queen on Drag Race. Thank you. It was musical theater perfection. It was my musical theater training when I was a kid. Yeah. And it came back to me. Any, well, what would your favorite look be of the season? Of mine? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I was iconic in the look department. You, you really were. I really was. Um, I would say one of my favorite like cons- like concepts was the mold dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, I think like standing on stage, I think, you know, my creativity and my imagination really stood out, you know, amongst the other queens, and I think that's how you play drag race. The amount of people I had to explain it to, I was like, are you really serious right now? Yeah. It was was, brilliant. It was funny, because even like walking on the, walking on the runway, like Fifi Dobson, like thought it was like lily pads, and she didn't get it, 
until someone like actually said the word old or that yeah. she's expired. Um, but in my head, I'm just like, oh, this is literally like the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, so that was probably one of my favorites. So what is on the horizon? What's next? I, I maybe a tour. Oh my god, a continuation of the tour. Yeah. Yes, Rat Pack tour, second leg, We're going to the Maritimes in Canada. Amazing. And then we're shopping it around. We want to go to the states. We want to go to the UK. So stay tuned. Well, if you're in New York, I will be there. Oh yeah, we would love to come to New York. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, I would be so honored. We'll do a full length of the interview. It'll be great. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Thank you so much for chatting. Of course. Thanks for meeting us. Wow. Oh, mommy. I am here with the winner of UK Worst World Blue Hydrangea. How are you? Oh, I'm just here at DragCon looking absolutely stunning. Just you working look, my ass off wearing House of Namaste. Nice. He is a local designer to the UK. He's a Ma from Manchester and he designed my look head to toe. I love it. Um, I want to talk about your promo look for UK Worst World. Ooh. Crimson. Me by Crimson. Who, incredible. Or Matt, who won yes. uh, yep. Painted with Raven. Mm -hmm. Absolutely just an incredible talent. And I'm lo not looking forward to the day that they get on Drag Race and can no longer make gorgeous outfits. Right. They're, they're here selling their yeah, things. And, we, and not only that, but this used to be my booth and Davina de Campo's booth. Uh, Crimson and their friends came over and took Davina's booth apart uh, so that I could have a full booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so sad Davina's not here. I know, it's so sad. Honestly, the Frock Destroyers aren't the Frock Destroyers without her. The listeners know how much I'm obsessed with the Frock Destroyers. Oh, me too. Um, honestly, <laughs> and I'm part of it. <laughs> yeah, kind of changed my love for drag. Yeah, absolutely. I am. Uh, um, it's one of my favorite things that I've ever done with my career. I mean, winning is great too, but being able to do something so incredible with your friends, I feel like it's just really it's lovely because you always have that support system. Did you ever dream of being a recording artist? No. I was like, I'm not going to be one of these bitches that are on Drag Race and then like do a song. Absolutely not. Uh, but you know, uh, it's uh, made my career. I think honestly, because after season one, there could I could have went either way. Like I was um, fifth, which is normally about fan mm -hmm. favorite. <laughs> if I do say so myself, but you know, it could could have went either way. Luckily, the Frog Stores helped me yeah. uh, thrive. I mean, honestly, there have been legends who've come in fifth. Vendela yeah. Creme, Ms. Cracker. Box. Yeah, uh, there's so many. And, and now you have a crown. I'm part of that. Absolutely. Yeah. What is it like being an official winner now? Incredible. It's even better to be in LA and to meet so many amazing people and fans. So many friendly faces and people um, that just appreciate my art. So day one I spoke to someone who was really nervous about meeting you. Um, have you met Honey Davenport yet? Yes, and uh, I have uh, felt her at the back of my throat as well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm we just love kidding. Honey. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of dirty, we love how dirty you are. Oh yeah? Um, oh yeah? Oh yeah? <laughs> where does that come from? Were you always... I think just um, Irish people are horny bastards, and I'm just part of that. And I think that just, did I swear too much? Or you're just no, he, agreeing He's with Irish. Me? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're all just very horny, and uh, we love a party. We love to say what's on our mind. There's no filter, and I think it comes from that. Um, I'm sad that Dairy Girls is ending this season. Oh, I know. Why I are you not on it? I need a cameo. Honestly, they're so rude for not asking me. I'm one of the only celebrities in Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do I make you horny, baby? Yeah, that's my Austin Powers. Love you guys. Thank you. At what podcast is this? Block, block, block talk. talk? Block Talk. Block Destroyers. <laughs> I 
I am here with the one and only Queen of the Universe star, Novazar. How are you? Hi, Michael. I'm good. How are you? This is fine because you've already did a full interview on the podcast I recently. Know. Part two, babe. In LA for DragCon. What is it like? Yes. Um, DragCon is exhausting to say the least, but it's really cool because you get to see all the girls who are in like all the franchises. And what I've realized is that we all have this shared experience. So when you go up to like Patrice Royale or just saw Widow Von never met her, but. She's like, oh, you're from the universe. Hello, welcome to the family. It's very bad. It's really fun to meet all the fans. And you have been on a little mini tour of America. Yes, I have. Because um, when we spoke first, you were planning on it. Now you've experienced it. How's it been? It's been wild, but really, really rewarding. I've made so many connections, and I went to places like Florida, went to Disney. That was amazing. I went to San Diego, and now I'm going back tonight because they love me and they want to invite me back. It's a whole thing, but I will say I miss New York terribly because I'm so homesick and Yum. New York is my home, but I think doing this tour has uh, made me found a new appreciation for what I have built there, um, but also being able to go to all these places and work with all these people has been really nice. Amazing. Now, have you been writing anything on the road? I haven't, but you know, I have a lot of ideas in my head, just in a general, um, and I've also changed my makeup a little bit on the mm -hmm. road, so things have definitely been changing, but I'm excited to go back full speed. All right, what is next for Novazar? What is next for Novazar? So, like I said, I have that reverie thing coming up. I also have a duet with Honey Davenport that's going to be happening. Um, and then when I get back, I'm hoping to do create more music and, of course, constantly pushing Novazar to the next level. And, you know, we'll see what happens. And we'll see you back at the bars? Absolutely, baby. I will be there. Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting Thank again. Thank you for having me. Namaste. I am here with Queen of the Universe superstar Rani Kohenor. How are you? Namaste, my dear Michael. How are you? I am doing great. Oh, it's, it's my honor to speak with you. So, DragCon LA. We are back in person. You're meeting the fans. You're meeting the queens. What's been the best experience so far? Well, I would know being back because this is my first time. Yeah. So. Listeners could see me, and I hope you take a picture oh, because I'm in comfortable drag, but it's a kaftan, so it's like close to where I am from. And um, I wanted to show them that drag is so many different ways, and uh, nobody's drag is less important or more important. Their drag is their drag, your drag is your drag. I think that um, we all embody that from wherever we came, so um, I enjoyed it. Uh, One of my favorite challenges was the duets. <laughs> 
Um, I did not expect you all would be writing your music. Damn that man. A plus. Thank you. A plus. Thank you. I loved it as well because I can never write lyrics like that and get away uh, by not being in jail, in prison, in <laughs> India. So, um, boy, this pussy ain't no well. You'll be thirsty down in hell, honey. That's the first thing that came to me because I was like, when you're, when you say, damn that man, I'm like, boy, this pussy ain't no well. She'll be thirsty down in hell. I was like, honey, that is me. Thank you to all my exes that was, should was, listen to this. My mouth was on the floor. It was such a good song. <laughs> I listened to it. Yeah. Um, and I, co- I got to do it with my best friend too. So, yeah. yeah. What is next for I just got cast as, uh, which is iconic in uh, Indian in the Indian entertainment business, is I got cast as Desire in the Sandman series, uh, which is the DC Universe. Um, I never thought that I'll be an, a villain um, like this, being a villain, is, but I'll take what I get. And um, I just signed my first Bollywood movie, uh, which is amazing because you know how Bollywood is larger than life and that's probably, they saw my cup size and they said we cast her. Yeah, we, we got to get Rani because of her boots. I don't know. But um, yeah, and I'm getting out with some uh, music. And I hosted uh, the House of Pride for every television here. And um, for the first time ever, uh, an Indian trans person will be on the billboards in New York, in Times Square. That's incredible. So I'm... Thank you for sharing your art and your culture with the world. Thank you so much. And I just want to say that... Oh yeah, we helped set up the first transgender clinic in India and I just want to tell people uh, that, that are everywhere, healthcare is important and um, I had to put like a PSA, right? I had to, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a people's queen, so yeah, don't afraid to go get checked and uh, there is no stigma in anything and take care of yourself because yeah, you have one life, live it large. From drag superstar to pop star. What's her name? It's Priyanka. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? I am doing so well. It is an honor to meet you. Yes, did a preview podcast with Miss Courtney Conkers yes. before the season came out. Yes. And I said, wouldn't it be amazing to see Priyanka be the first winner? And she got emotional. And it happened. And you knew. I knew. I knew from your Meet the Queens it was going to happen. Oh my god. And I don't think Canada's Drag Race would be the same if you had not won. I love That's a big compliment. I, you know what? I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, you are an absolute superstar. What is it like being able to share your art with the world? It's incredible. It's nice to have like the platform yeah. to really do whatever you want to do with it. I think that, that's the most exciting part about Drag Race. Is that, like, yeah. No matter where you place, you have an audience to like sell shit to. Yeah. Not like financially, but like sell your art to. Absolutely. I love it. And bitch, you're busy. Bitch, I'm a busy bitch. Um, I want to talk about music a little bit. Yes. How incredible is it that you're able to share your music with the world? And do you have a favorite song or collaboration? Yeah, I mean, my favorite song right now is Snatch featuring Cheryl Hole. Come Through is always like, Come Through is my golden song. Mm-hmm. It's like Beyonce's Crazy in Love. It's yeah. Like, I, it will forever be my forever song. Um, I love that song so much. Um, I love Bitch I'm Busy too. I guess I love yeah. all my songs. They're great. They're I love incredible. all my music. I love all my music. I mean, are you ready to make more music? Yes, I am. I'm working on it right now. That's awesome. But before any new music comes out, I have the final chapter of Taste Test coming out. Amazing. How's it all going to end? What's going to happen after Come Through? I don't know. Tune in to find out. I think visually your music videos are just incredible. Um, how much of the collaboration is it to create them? I work with my best friend, Caroline Torty, on them. She owns this company called Hallowed Brown with her husband, Fab, and we all work together every single day on yeah. FaceTime for hours 
planning, saving up our money to make shit happen, doing what we have to do to just do it. It's, it's, it teamwork makes the dream work for sure. And who are you wearing? You look incredible. Who am I wearing? I'm wearing Bang London. I'm wearing my denim oh, on denim on denim. I love Bang, Bang London. Bang London is the best. They like I'm like a little muse now. And how would you describe Canadian drag? Canadian drag is so iconic. We like to perform. We're chaotic and we're nice. I love it. Well, it is an honor meeting you. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. Love you. I'm here with Canada's Drag Race superstar, Elena Verley. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you, babe? I'm doing well. Um, I saw you last night at Mickey's. I didn't want to in time, but... Girl, I was going through it at the Mickey's, girl. <laughs> Uh, how how has DragCon been for you so far? It's been so fun. Uh, as someone who's been a big fan of the show, I've come many times as an attendee. This is my first year coming as a drag race girl. Uh, so it's been really cute seeing kind of the other side of the spectrum of like drag race. Yeah. yeah. What has been the best encounter you've had so far, either with a fan or uh, one of the Rue girls? Best encounter for sure would have to be Angeria. She came up and she was just so kind. She was like, girl, I live for you, girl. I was like, Girl, I live for you, girl. And we were both just talking about how we're such fans of the show. Yeah. And like, even as Drag Race girls, it's still like so cool to like meet other girls who we've seen on the show yeah. that we love. So that was a very special moment. So representation matters. And you are someone who's brought a lot of representation to the franchise. What does it mean to be that person for so many people? You know, for me, when I got the opportunity to do Drag Race, I knew that I wanted to make it more than just myself. Um, I had watched the show for years and never seen anyone that I connected with, you know? And I wanted to be able to be that person for even one person, one other person. So I went on there, I was fully open about every aspect of myself because I just wanted to be able to make a connection with someone else. And since the show, I've had so many beautiful opportunities to meet other people who have connected with my story and to me, that means the world. Absolutely. More than a crown, for sure. Absolutely. I'm sure you get messages all the time from people being like, you're me. <laughs> it's been beautiful, honestly. Like, just being able to connect with other people like me. Like, growing up, I had no one like me on TV or in real life. So, I'm very thankful now with social media we have that availability to be able to connect with others like us. Now, you brought some incredible looks to the show. Um, I'm a good friend with our dear friends at Amped Accessories. Um, and he told me how long it took to make that. Um, I guess, harness. The crystal top, yeah. Um, where do you get your inspiration when you um, collaborate with designers? I mean, a lot of times, like for me, I'm inspired by songs, so different song lyrics inspire me for an outfit. Um, but it's very collaborative. So like when I'm working with someone, I'm like, what do you think is gonna yeah. look hot? Like, I trust the people I work with, so it's very much like, do what you want and I'll sell it. <laughs> so what is next for Alona? Honestly, I'm not sure, you know? I, I not opposed to going back on TV. I don't think it's going to be on All Stars. That's not my fantasy. <laughs> but I will be back eventually, I'm sure, in some way or another. Uh, but for now, I'm just focusing on myself, my transition, uh, just having time to be gracious with my body. You know, a lot Absolutely. of us, we forget to take care of ourselves when we go on this ride. It's like, hands up on the roller coaster, <laughs> and I'm like holding on to the bar for dear life. So. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting. Of course. Thank you for coming by and saying hi. We are always rooting for her. It is Kamora Hall. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for stopping by. Of course. Uh, welcome to DragCon officially as a Rue girl. It's, I just because. Yeah. 
you know, the whole past few years have been a shit show, and I was like, oh, God, I spent so much money on this. Please let us happen. Yeah. But it's here. I'm happy. Have you had incredible encounters with the fans? Absolutely. You know, because my season aired during, like, COVID, so all the fan interaction was through social media, so it's just nice to finally see faces and, like, hug people. Absolutely. Now, I, I we need to talk about what you're wearing. This is stunning. Oh, my God. Thank you so stunning. much. Stunning. You know what? Sometimes you just, have to, you just have to accept things in your life, and the green screen suit is one of them. So, you know, I'm embracing it. I got a little BBL, but yeah. you know what? Hey, we're going to give her an upgrade, right? I, I love it. Did you stone it yourself? Uh, Stoning's <laughs> for ugly girls, okay? So, what has it been like to have the response to come back to the show on that fun episode? You know what? I truly was not expecting it. I just came back having fun because there was no pressure to compete. But seeing the fan reaction to that Bob Mackie dress and everything, it like I was not expecting it, and it made me feel... So good about myself, and in, my, in a way, that felt like my All Stars redemption. Yeah, like I don't need All Stars, girl. That was my story arc in one episode. That's it. Now, Bob Mackey, you look stunning in anything, Mackey. How many Mackeys do you own, girl? I can't even tell you at this point. You do know, you have I, an entire closet. I do. I still have Mackeys that I have not worn yet. What? I'm literally, I'm literally waiting for the right moment. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. No, I mean you look stunning all the time. Thank you so much. And obviously, through social media, we get to see the looks that didn't appear on the show. Which was your favorite that you wish you got to share? Absolutely, the my douchebag look for the bag ball. I was praying they would at least let me last till that episode. Like, I don't care, get get uh, get rid of me, send me home, but let me wear that at least. But they're like, you know, no, this girl's gonna win the episode, so we can. What is next for Kimura? You know, I can't say too much, but you will see me on your TV screens very soon. I am so excited. Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you. I am here with an icon of Drag Race, Jessica Wilde. How are you? Hi, baby. Mucho escándalo. Thank you so much for visiting me. This is the first dragon after all the craziness. I know. It, it, it's so nice to be able to see everybody yeah. again. It's so nice to be able, able to hug to yeah. people. Oh, my God, because I'm a hugger. Have you met a, a lot of the new fans and all the new queens in the franchise? Yes, I, I love Dragon because I have the opportunity to meet my sisters from other seasons and yeah. from, from other Drag Race franchises yeah. like, like Spain and everything. I met Carmen Parada for the first Stunning. time. Stunning, she's I gorgeous. I met from, from the UK, like, you know, I'm, I'm so excited, I'm so happy. And new fans, you know, like yeah. even children. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I know that you're looking like children. Those are children? Like, Where are they? We need video for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> one, day, one day we'll do the video. But how is, was it being able to come back on the show as a lip sync assassin and reintroduce yourself to, to the watchers? It was, it, was, it was like a fantasy to me. It was like a dream because I felt like, oh my God, I'm back to, to, my, to my home. It's like home. Drag Race is... It opened a lot of doors to me. I'm from season two. We, yeah. we shoot the show in 2009. It's been a long time. Wow. And to come back and as a lifting assassin, because that's what I do. Yeah. I, I'm a lifting assassin every time I'm on stage. But to be to be invited by, by RuPaul, to come to All Stars, to kind of fight against yeah. two another stars. It was, it was crazy, it, and in the middle of the pandemic, I wasn't even scared to have the COVID because yeah. I had a lot of tests and everything, you know, they 
they were very concerned about our health. So, you know, I was like, please, I want to be healthy to, yeah. to do this because it's an, it's an amazing opportunity from a queen from season two to come back like straight as a lifting assassin. Yeah. I was like, and you know, thank God I did and, and open more doors. I'm always working, but that exposition gave me like the litter boost, like an extra boost. Absolutely. So obviously we have Drag Race España. Is it time for Drag Race Latin America? Maybe, yes. It's, it's, it's about time like to have all the Latinas together. I love it. I love Drag Race Spain because I understand everything yeah. and I can even see myself on it. Because Is there a lip sync that they've done that you wish you got to do? Oh, baby. Sobreviviré by Monica Naranjo. Uh -huh. Monica Naranjo is my favorite uh, artist. She's my idol. And the first lip sync on season one of Spain, it was Sobreviviré. Yep. And I was like, oh my God, I want to go there. I want to be back on season but the good thing is, if one day I'm back on, on Drag Race, at least now I can express myself better because season two, my English, it was zero. Well, the fun thing with Drag Race España is they're bringing queens to guest judge. Yeah. Maybe you'll get to be on the panel one day. Yeah, I, I hope, you know, if they invite me, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm going to be the Paula Abdul, like American Idol. I'm going to be like, oh, you know, the sweet girl. I mean, as yes, I, so, I believe... You know, my, my fans are coming. At the time of recording, next week, Alexis Mateo is their guest judge. Alexis Mateo? Yeah. Oh my God, that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my God, if, if I see Alexis there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scream because she deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Everything, every, everything that she do, she deserves it. That's my sister from Puerto Rico. Uh, we start drag kind of like together and I'm so proud of her like Alexis is the strongest competitor that Drag Race history it's true have so that's why she's back I think she's back on All Stars 8, 9, 10 and 11 <laughs> I'd love to see it what's next for you? well I'm going to Burger King I love I'm that hungry. me too and no no seriously um, I'm working on new music I love that. Because music is my passion. Sometimes people don't know not, but what I want. Basically, the first um, talent uh, challenge because I had to sing live. Yeah. And I won, and I, that was my crown, you know. So I'm like, I need to go back to my roots to create music. That's incredible. Uh, I'm going to be with a Latino superstar diva next week. Her name is Paulina Rubio. Yep. In her concert. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm doing a lot. That's amazing. And surprises. Surprises. We love it. Got to follow along to see. Do you like surprises? I love surprises. Get ready, baby. Well, thank you so much for chatting. Thank you for all the love and support. And thank you for visiting me here in my cool at Dragon. Thank you. What was your name again? Yeah. Oh, can you hear this voice again? Yeah. Oh, baby. We met on Grinder, but, you know, like, we can promote another... <laughs> another brand so they're gonna cut this amazing I am here with one of my absolute idols Manila Luzon how are you hi I'm fabulous day we, three day three and I'm like high off of glitter and mm -hmm. drag and 
all the uh, all the love. It's, it's been amazing being back at DragCon after a little bit of a hiatus. What has been some of the best interactions you've had? I, well, I mean, it's not a, it's not on Zoom, so it's <laughs> nice. I don't have to film. I don't because you know when when the pandemic struck, like we did like DragCon virtually, right? Which was not nearly as cool as just actually just being here, and yeah. getting to get dressed up or whatever. So I'm really excited that's back. Um, and I'll see everyone at the clinic when they all get COVID. You okay? Yes. Um, I've only bought two pieces of merchandise this entire Dragon, and one of them is your doll. Oh, okay. Well, because you paid for my doll, and now you have no money left. Okay, well, yes, I get it. I but get it. Get it's it. the best merch in the entire room. Oh, I thank you. You know, every year I always try to come up with some amazing, like, takeaway that the fans can, you know, like, obviously, like, they get to take a picture with me, which is yeah. the best gift anyone could ever ask for, at least I think so. I agree. Um, but, like, you know, you want to you wanna leave with, with some memento mm-hmm. of, of your experience, and so we have t-shirts, we had fans one year, we had pins another year, and now we're doing full-on fashion dolls, take my clothes off, brush my hair, put me in weird positions. Have me do some nasty things with Barbie's boyfriend, Ken. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love Play it. Play with my dolls. And maybe we'll have your music as background music. You can. You know what? I'm really excited because this year I just signed with Warner Music Philippines. Congratulations. Um, it's really cool. I've been making music for 10 years. My first song was Hakator 10 years ago. And right. It's really cool. I've been making independent music for a while. And it's so cool that I'm like now with a major record label. So I guess... I'll have to like let my voice heal a little bit, sure. maybe 20 or 30 years, and then throw some autotune on that, and then we're going to have a record, baby. I'm so excited. What is next for Manila that you're allowed to talk about? Well, I mean, obviously I'm making music with Warner Music Philippines, and I have my TV show that I'm hosting, Drag Den, which will be airing soon. So excited. All over the Philippines. I'm so excited to introduce the world to Filipino drag. Um, and then I guess I will be getting drunk at a local bar with, with the rest of you. Uh, on, with serve vodka, pineapple flavor, that's my flavor. Yes, honey. I, I have to try it. I, I love pineapple. Oh, I love pineapple. And if you drink enough of it, you'll start to taste like it too. I'm here for it. Well, thank you so much for chatting. You honestly are one of my heroes. Fabulous. And follow me at Manila Luzon on all social media platforms. Mwah. A legend, Jiggly Caliente. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so glad to finally meet you because I've been to a couple drag cons and never got a chance to say awesome. Thank you. How has it been being reintroduced to the world through All Stars? It was a lot of fun to do All Stars again because it was like it was just like a nice way to be introduced to the fan So that was really sweet. And you look stunning. Thank you. At least I know I look cute the whole time I was here. <laughs> Absolutely. As short as it was, I know I look cute the whole time. Now, we know you from New York. Do, yes. you, do you have any tips for anyone who might, on a Monday night, go to Drag Wars and need to impress Shaquita in a minute? The effort has to be there. Yeah. It doesn't, like, it doesn't need to be super amazing or whatever. You don't need to do all the death drops and dips and all that. All you need to do is make an effort. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's what the only thing to me to ask for is an effort. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I gotta say I love the chairs. Teal is my favorite color. Thank so you. what are you gonna do with them afterwards? I'll just go back to the record place. <laughs>
I love it. I'm going to call the rental place and say, can I have them? So what's next for Jiggly? What are you allowed to discuss? Uh, as of August 17th, on WoW Presents Plus, you guys are going to get to watch Drag Race Philippines, and I am the speaker judge on Congratulations. I was hoping we were allowed to talk about it. I, I, can, I, I can say what it is. Right, no, exactly. Because now I, I want to talk about how important it is with all these international shows to share culture of drag through these platforms. Well, I mean, Drag Race Philippines is very much drag race, but it still is the heart of the Philippines. So. What would you describe as Filipino drag? Performance levels are at a high. Like, there's no two-stepping over here. No. I wish I could tell you guys more, but these girls are just, like, some of the best performers you've ever seen. I, I'm so excited. I because I cover all the international seasons. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna have and to we're learn. The first iteration of the franchise, of the international franchise, to get an untucked. Yes, I'm yeah. excited. Okay. So you know it's gonna be a lot we're of gonna get shit. I, what I call it on the podcast is Untucked Junior, where you get like the 30 seconds oh, of no, the. These bitches know. They're ready. They're gonna come for each this other. Like, first episode in. Boom. Like, Amazing. Crazy. Well, it was such an honor getting to chat with you, and congratulations on all your success. Much deserved. Thank you. Also, in the fall, after Drag Race Movies, on LTV, Translation Season 2 airs also. That's amazing. I can't wait to watch. Welcome. Thank you. I am here with the amazing Carson Kressley. How are you? I'm uh, amazing. Thank you so much. Welcome back to DragCon. It's been a little hiatus uh, with COVID. It's so great to be back and to see everybody. And we had this two-year break. And I think everybody's in such a great mood because people um, missed DragCon. Yeah. And we're so um, fortunate and lucky to be here and able to be all in one building together. Um, celebrating the art of drag so and, I think and, everyone's thrilled to be here and we are bringing all the queens from around the world here I know I know now that there are so many formats in Holland Thailand France uh, Canada this is really like an international drag yeah. con and it's so fun to get to meet the queens I'm fans of all those other different you know uh, iterations of the franchise so I'm gagging and I'm yeah. gooped um, anyone you're excited to meet um uh, Pangina, Lawrence Cheney, um, uh, there's just so many. Yeah. You know, I love all of the international gals. Now, yesterday was Eurovision. Yes. Are you happy with the results? I didn't see it because I was here. Neither did I, but um, I know who won. Um, who won? Ukraine. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Ukraine yeah. and um, UK got points. They came in second. Okay. Works for me. Um, my mom asked me to tell you that you helped her out big time when it comes to fashion. Oh. She will never, ever wear a curved neckline ever again. Right, right. And it was because of what you said on the show once. Uh, probably on um, How to Look Good Naked or one of those shows. <laughs> but so. she, she thanks you for well, saving her fashion. She is very welcome. It's what I do. Now, I want to give a little shout out to the current reigning Miss America, Amanda Pork. Yes, everyone needs Amanda Pork. Um, and... Um, you know, Miss America is such a fantastic, I mean, it's one of the best drag pageants in the world, mm -hmm. and uh, it's in Atlantic City right after the Miss America pageant, that's kind of 
um, how it got its start. And um, it's great because there's talent, there's evening gown, there's swimwear. Was there swimwear? It's a very um, kind of classic pageant, and we get some great green queens from all over the United States. So uh, if you're going to be in or around Atlantic City in September, you must um, come see Ms. America, and you can go to, I think there's um, MsAmerica.net um, for all the um, ticket information. Now I want to ask one last question. I am a diehard Big Brother fan. I aspire one day to be in the Big Brother house. Oh my God, God bless you. Is, is, am I too crazy for wanting that? Yes, you have to be in there a hundred days. I know, I know. There's only one toilet, um, and uh, you have to be a real people person to um, live in there for a hundred days, but I'm sure you could do it. I try. I mean, I thought you, you were incredible. Just Thank need everyone you. to know that you Thank were Thank you so much. Thank you so much for chatting, and of it course. is an honor to meet you. Likewise. Thanks so much Thank for having you. me. I love being had. My day has officially gotten much better. I am with the most famous woman in Britain, Bag of Chips. Hello, how we doing? Am I on the block talk? I am so happy of yours for a very long time. Uh, we've interacted a little bit on social media, but how has it been being in LA with the fans? Oh, incredible. I feel like a rich Californian mom with her children. <laughs> I don't know, I just love the people. I love the food. Everything's bigger, you know what I yeah. mean? In Britain, everything's all squashed up. And it's just, yeah, it's nicer. And people have just been so supportive and friendly. And yeah, every drag con I've been to is always about inclusivity. And people are just themselves and they feel safe. And yeah, I'm, I'm having an absolute ball. And you've gotten to reunite with some of your sisters from both your seasons. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen everyone. I've seen the Vivian and something, and obviously Blue. I've even seen some of the season two girls because we all live near each other. And uh, yeah, but not just, even the American girls, I've got so yeah. many friends, you know what I mean? I've been Tammy Brown and you know what I mean? People, somebody was like, oh my God, there's Bagger and Tammy Brown. I just want to know what they're saying to each other. <laughs> that is going to be one messed up conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I am a diehard Frock Destroyer fan. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you for your music. Oh, thank you. As a musician. <laughs> you are a musician. Got, yeah, it, it was number two in the UK. I yeah. can't believe it. I've been sold thousands of records and it's just mad. I can't, it's like, sometimes I have to like slap myself around the face and be like, is this real? Will you be putting out an album of your own music? You never know. It could be Bag of Chicks' much better hits or... Um, yeah, but I've, 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 there might be more Croc Destroyer music, you never know. Oh, that would be amazing. Obviously, Davina's not here with us this weekend. We love you, Davina. We love you, Davina. I hope there's more Croc Destroyers. Now, one last question for you. Um, Kathy Bates. Oh, I, yeah, I look. Two Halloweens ago, I dressed up twice as Kathy Bates. One from Misery, the other from Rat Race. Oh, yeah. Um, Should have bought a squirrel. And isn't it ironic, the night I met a boy was when I dressed up as Kathy Bates. Yeah, oh, well, she's a, she's a, she's a, a sexual goddess. She's a gay icon. How much research did it take? How many times did you watch Misery? Well, Misery is one of my favorite movies of all time. I, I watched, I've been watching it for years. I must have watched it at least, at least 500 times. Um, I mean, your impersonation was spot on. But it's just, for Snatch Game, you should always do someone who, why make things hard and try and make a unfunny person funny? You should just, she's got all the catchphrases, so you've got, 
Mr. Man, Cockadoody, Dirty Birdie. And you got to call RuPaul. Yeah, and the thing is, you, it, you don't have to put any makeup on. It's just so quick. Because <laughs> I, I really went method. I want, I wasn't going to do like a drag version. I was like, I want to look yeah. like Kathy Bates if I was playing her in a film. I'm, I'll send you my terrible version yeah. of Misery, but it is an honor getting to chat with you on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good time, everyone, at DragCon. I'm here with a legend, Morgan McMichaels. How are you? Legend just means fucking old now, really, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm great. Hi. <laughs> Good. So that I ever saw in LA was on Friday at Iconique. Thank you for the party. Your first drag show ever? No, well, in LA. Oh, I was going to say it. Uh, no. I You're know. very gay, honey. I'm sure you I, uh, no. I, I recap every episode of Drag Race. I'm, oh, uh, I, I've I seen too that. much drag. <laughs> yeah, I but, love it. Like, yeah. I love getting the opinions of the people. Yeah. It's so different and so varied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. But what I loved about your show on Friday is you're like, we're going to have diversity at this show, and you're going to bring everyone from all the franchises. So thank you for that. It was a great show. It's really, really important um, to have that, especially as a cisgendered white guy with a platform, and I know my privilege, and I'm in a position of power of booking shows and stuff, so I make sure that every single show includes at least one trans entertainer. That's yeah, incredible. And yeah, tomorrow I'll be at Showgirls. And that's going to be extremely diverse. There's a lot of bitches from a yeah. lot of places. So now that we're all back together at DragCon, what has it been like to meet the fans and meet the, the new girls? Um, I love meeting the fans. It's my favorite part. I know my wife get long, not because I'm popular, it's because I take too much time per person. And I think they appreciate it. I, it, makes, it makes a big deal to me to make sure that I have more than just a minute. Yeah. And I understand that like, some of the girls have demand, right? Yep. Let's just be honest. Trixie's and, and Gary Colby's and, and Corporate, there's a high demand to see them. And they have to kind of keep things in pace. I'm not in that demand, which I'm always grateful for, because I look at the girls and they're fucking dying, and I'm like, oh, thank God I'm unpopular. Um, <laughs> they got a polarizing. Um, but I love meeting the fans, getting to know their stories, and getting to hear little bits and bobs of what they thought about the show, or what they thought about me, or fight with Mystique or, you know, little things. And then, obviously, it's great to see the old sisters. It's great to see the, the bitches who have been around for just a couple months. We all just turned 18. Yeah, absolutely. But, but the, the alumni is great to see. And I love meeting the new queens. I always laugh, though. Because the old bitches, the old girls, the OG girls. We've been doing drag cons for a long time. Right. You see me right now, I'm in these chunky flats. You're and smart. I'm, right. And you have a seat. And I have a seat. These young girls have been here. And I got here like. 12 o'clock. <laughs> These young girls have been here at 8 o'clock every day, tucked, corset, high heels. I'm like, <laughs> Well, now we just got the tutorial of the Morgan McMichael's mm. way to do drag on. Yes, and all the old girls sit back and watch the young girls. They're living their fantasy day one. It's day three now. <laughs> exactly. Go walk around to these bitches that just got off their season. They are punished. Yes. And all so- I can do is laugh. So I am a New Yorker. I work in New York nightlife. It's a little different than the LA drag scene. 
what would you say is the big difference between either New, New York and LA, and how would you describe LA drag? Um, well, we have dressing rooms. Yes, you do. Um, yeah, that, that, you, so there's that. We, we, we have space to do choreography and yes. stuff. Um, I think it's just a, such a different thing. Um, New York Queens, I, I love watching New York drag. I, I'm quite envious of it. Yeah. Because it's just one outfit, one hour, four hours, yeah. one show. Like, That's you, it. You keep running it. And you have to really be witty and you have to really be entertaining and you have to have some stamina. And you, and you have to know how to host. Yes, of course. So I, I, I of course, our, our sister just moved here from uh, New York to LA, Honey Davenport. Yep, me love her. example of a great MC, great entertainer. Um, it's quite different. She's like, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, for, for her. That's well, because the attention span is just So, what's next for Morgan McMichaels? Fucking nothing. I'm, I'm going to sleep after this. I'm here for it. Don't wake me up. We're at Mickey's tomorrow, and after that, I'm taking a week off. I love it. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you so much for chatting. No, I appreciate it. You asked it. Thank you. Great. Subscribe. Hit the ding-dong button. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Send money, badges. Um, send nudes. Yes, please. To the Talk. Just fucking do it. I found the body. Miss Akira is in the house. How are you? I'm fine. Just over here being shaped. I am so <laughs> excited to see you again. We met in Perk, uh -huh. um, and you looked stunning then. You look stunning now. Thank you. How has everything been? It's been good. I mean, we're back here at DragCon once again, especially after the terrible years that we went through with COVID yeah. and everything. So it feels good to be gay be in the same place it feels like a big family reunion so i'm yeah. excited and I, it's so many hugs and love like you know it just feels good to feel other people's good energy absolutely now i got a big surprise friday night i didn't get think i was going to see you perform but i got to see you perform when you saved the day listen in the words of my good sister raja if you don't have to get if you stay ready you never have to get ready yeah. i literally walk in the club to have drinks and morgan was like Someone didn't show up. Can you perform? And I'm like, bitch, how much is the check? <laughs> and I made it happen. It was incredible because I had never seen you live. Thank you. Live. You are brilliant. Thank you. Um, we obviously got to see you on screen again, and I was overjoyed. What was the experience like walking back into the workroom? Ooh, um, cold. The workroom is extremely cold. Yeah. So even walking back in. But it was fun though. It was exciting to be back where you started. Yeah. You know, it's like this time around, you're no longer the new kid on the block. It's kind of like, you know, you, you've you been in these streets before. So now it's like senior year, you kind of know your shit. It's kind of like, let's just do it. And yeah. that's how I feel going back into our Well, Speaking of the new kids, there's a lot of new kids here at yes. DragCon. Anyone you were excited to meet? Um, Actually, a lot of the UK girls I was excited to meet. Yeah. Um, 
And even a lot of the girls here from the other franchises, you don't get a chance to work with them a lot. Right. So it's good to actually be able to meet everybody and see them in their element, especially with the booth. You get to see everybody's creativity and uh, insight into their like head. Yeah. So what's next for Akira? You know, she's steady working. She's coming out with a book, Memoirs of a Broken Beauty. Amazing. Of course, and a uh, jockstrap line, so be on the lookout for Oh, that. I, I think my assistant over here is going to get one. Listen, where's the water? Well, thank you so much for chatting. It's an thank honor you. to chat with you again. Thank you guys for coming over to see me also. I am here with the winner of season... Ten and a half. Ten point five. Ten point five. You're super extra, baby. Yohaha Masaki, how are you? I'm good. Uh, this is not New York. I know it's not New York, and thank God it's not New York. Otherwise, it'll be cramped together. Uh, but I know. L.A. Everything's bigger. Everything's more spacious. Yeah, it, it feels like there's not a lot of people, but there's a lot of people because there's a lot of space. Oh yes, definitely. And you gotta drive to the next booth. Yeah, li literally. And I hate driving. I don't know how to drive, actually. Me, well, neither do I. I. And I miss the public transportation, even though it smells like pee. It smells like pee, feces, urine, marijuana, and cocaine. So how is it being back at DragCon after a little bit of an in-person hiatus? It feels great to be back at DragCon. I get to see the gays. I get to see my old sisters. And by old, I mean my previous season sisters. Right, right, right. I get to meet some new sisters. And I think that it's great that we get to see all these faces that I haven't seen before, but also at the same time, I'm walking around seeing all this new type of drag. Yeah. Because drag has changed so much since the past four years. Absolutely. Now, obviously, we all know you from Bootleg Opinions. Yes, Bootleg Anya. And you have been really cool by bringing a lot of the international queens to your show. Have you got to meet them in person this weekend? Um, I was going to meet DDC, Davina Devcampo. I'm but pissed. Then, I'm so but then, sad. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard, but she was stuck at customs and they wouldn't let her through because of her visa. I knew it. I knew that was going to be it. I'm and then Miss Bing flew all the way to the United States and she had to flew all the way back. Wow, we yeah. all need to call the government and say, screw yeah. you. Poor thing. That is such a bad thing that's to happen terrible. to anyone. Well, I think she's in a visa now or something. So. But you know what? You can always catch her on Google like opinion. It's true. Yeah. Now, for those who don't watch it, why are you watching it? But tell the listeners what it's about. Well, it's basically a struggle bus times cringe times chaos times messiness with a little bit of drag race and a little bit of um, onions. Yeah. And... What I appreciate is you'll, you'll make jokes, you'll make, have some comedy, some beat camp, but you'll give actual opinions and say, this didn't work, well, you should try this. Thank you for that. You're very welcome, baby. Because that's what's important. We can all critique everything, but if you don't have an, uh, uh, a response to make it better, then why are you really critiquing it? We're just giving our bootleg opinions, exactly. girl. From a bootleg bedrooms, from a bedroom sinks next to the refrigerator. Um, now, speaking of bedrooms, uh, you, you're still living in the basement of pieces? Yes, I am. I'm still there every Friday, 9 p.m. when there's no drag race, and when there's drag race, it's 8 p.m. And actually, we're starting again for All-Star 7 at 8 p.m. at pieces, so I'll and be there. Are you rooting for anyone in particular? Raja. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for Raja because she's the OG fashion queen. Yes. And of course, not to sound problematic, but she's the first and only Asian queen that has ever won drag race, so gonna root for my Asian sister. And obviously, we're gonna have Drag Race Philippines coming out very yes, soon. Yes, with Jiggly Caliente. Yes, officially now we can announce that. It's yes, been out there. With Jiggly Caliente as one of the judges. That's fierce. Yeah. But I think that it's great that all the queens now they get to participate in Drag Absolutely. Race. Absolutely. We 
we got Nikki Doll. Yep. Right? We got uh, Envy Peril. We got Charissa May. And then we got, of course, got our lovely Brooklyn Heights. So which one are you going to be on? I'm going to be on Drag Race Canada. I love it! Yeah. Well, it is so good catching up. Um, you're amazing. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you. We are rounding out the DragCon podcast, and I have saved the Beth for last. It's Beth. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wrapping up day three. It's been a crazy DragCon. What's it been like for you? It's been three days. It has. No, this was my first DragCon, and it was honestly so, so, like, magical. Like, never in my life would I thought I could get to, like, you know, have a booth in Los Angeles yeah. and meet, like, thousands of fans and these people, like, so excited to see me. Like, yeah. it's so surreal. Have you been to L.A. before? No, I've never, I've never Me been. either. Oh, no. as an adult. I went as a kid, but this is my first time in L.A. Oh, amazing. I've never yeah. left Canada before, so this is my first well, time. Well, welcome. America. Welcome to America. Do you hate it? Um, it's different. It I mean, is I, different. I was like, you know, because I'm in Vancouver. Right. And they kind of call us very, like, L.A. and Jingling, kind of very similar to L.A. And I got here. I was like, no, no, my lips are dry. I'm, no, my lips are very dry. So, it's true. Yeah. Now, obviously, we all know you from Canada's Drag Race Season 2. Um, as my assistant said, I'm just talking to the, the robbed queens of the season. Yeah. Um, what's it been like having the fans come up and tell you this all, all weekend long? I mean, obviously, it's always so magical, like, or so special to have someone think like they wish that they would have saw me go further. Um, and, you know, sometimes it gets to the point, like, if I'm being full honest, like, it's like, yeah, I know, I get it, I should have went further. But honestly, like, anyone who's excited to see me on the show and wish they got to see more of that, like, thank you so much, and, like, you can, you can see more of that. Just support me on, like, all my social medias, come to my shows, watch out for tours, you know? There's so much more than, I have so much more to offer than what I showed yeah. up there, right? it, Honestly, it's the jumping off point. Yeah, exactly. It's the start. What was your favorite look that we didn't get to see on screen? Oh, my favorite look uh, was probably my, I had a Catherine O'Hara inspired runway. Amazing. It was one of like the like most amazing things I brought. I felt like so beautiful in it. Um, or my monochromatic, or uh, monochromatica. Monochromatica. was like, honestly, like so me and exactly how I see myself if I was a, a futuristic pop princess. I love that. So how would you describe drag in Vancouver? Uh, Dragon Vancouver is very competitive. Like even with uh, Gia Kendall and Cynthia, like you know, I've worked with them for, since 2017. Um, you know, we never really had a close friendship, uh, but I've competed against Kendall before in competitions. And you know, even just like competing for a gig, like Vancouver is very populated with drag artists. Um, but it's also yeah. such a cool drag scene because it's so diverse and there's so many different styles of drag. And like you can go to one show and see a whole range of different drag. Now, obviously, we get to have some of your sisters here yeah. from both season one and season two. Yes. Has it been a fun reunion? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't know if you, anyone tuned into the season two. I was not Fell. there, but I heard some things. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the reunion we needed, but weren't ready for. Sure. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be more reunions to come. Well, listen, they did the um, season one after the fact a year later, and I thought it was the best format any of the franchises have ever done. Absolutely. Like, I think, you know, it's no shade to our season, but we did a reunion near the end of filming. You know, right. We never got to watch it back and, and build relationships outside right. of the show yet. So, was it really a reunion? Not necessarily. No. It was a more of a, let's look back on our experience. Yeah, it was a twist. Exactly. It was a big old twist everyone had to be there for contractually. Exactly. And like a reunion, <laughs> in my opinion, when you go to a family reunion, you're seeing people you don't like, seeing people you love, 
seeing people that you may have not gotten along with or don't have the same views of you or views as you. Um, so, and I think that's more what we had at the panel. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch it. I know it'll be on Wow Presents Plus at some point this fall. Okay, sure it will. Uh, what will be edited out? That's, that's for us. Question, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, pre-COVID, the last concert I ever got to go see was Celine Dion. Okay. What is your favorite Celine Dion song? Oh, I Drove All Night is amazing. Um, and you know what? When we got the, when we heard what the finale lip sync was, was, it's all coming back to me now. I was so, so excited to do that song is like one of the most iconic drag songs in the world. So, yeah, I think. Now, what's up next for Beth? Well, we have the season two of Canada's Drag Race tour across Canada coming up. That's June, July. I hope you filmed the behind the scenes of that. You know what? They better send someone to film that because it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Because you'll all be on a bus. I'm not sure exactly how we're traveling yet, but like we'll be in close quarters. So, and. You know, only half of us are here for drag cons. So right. This will be the first time since filming that the entire cast is back together. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an experience. It's sure. literally drag survivor. Literally, we'll see who's voted off the island first. Um, where can we find you on social media? You can follow me on all platforms at all that Beth. Uh, I am. Uh, I like to call myself the Twitter queen of the season. I am probably one of the best twitters. Uh, in Drag Race history. I'm not shooting my own horn, but you know what they said? I don't have confidence on the show. I have confidence in my Twitter. I so love it. Well, thank you for wrapping up my podcast series. Oh man, it was an honor, and I hope you had the best time here. I sure did. And that was our journey through day three of DragCon LA 2022. If you missed parts one and two, go back and listen. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit daftboy.com and use BlockTalk15 for 15% off your purchase. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs> <laughs>